0: There's a very strong possibility you will never hear a pastor say this about the city
1: where he lives. When I graduated Bible College, I came to Dallas, Texas, and uh, hated Dallas with a passion.
0: But if you knew what Chris Simmons was like back then, and you knew what the South Dallas neighborhood of Fair Park was like back then, what you just heard would make perfect sense.
1: Back in the 80s, 88, 89, when I came, we were, the community was in the height of uh, crack cocaine and the neighborhood was called a drug, uh, uh, um, a war zone because of all the drive-by shooting, gang activity and things like that. And so people were leaving the neighborhood. When Chris
0: Simmons moved to Fair Park to Pastor Cornerstone Baptist Church, he had no intention of staying for very long, that. Was 34 years ago.
1: We realized that we were in a community in crisis, so we went to our church and said, "You know, everybody is leaving the neighborhood. Businesses are leaving. Churches are leaving. Residents are leaving. If we were to leave, would the community miss us? You drive by these neighborhoods that have great need, and you see churches sitting vacant all week long, and only could be and only utilize a few hours." on Sunday mornings, and we did not want that. We knew we had to do things during the week in order to minister to the needs of our neighbors.
0: Cornerstone Baptist Church in South Dallas is now uncharacteristically open for business seven days a week, and business is booming. From Send Relief, this is Stories of Hope, episode number 98, How to Succeed in Business. How to succeed in business lesson number one, go where the money is. How to succeed in business lesson number two, do not go where the money is not. Those two elementary principles of profit and loss, combined with several decades of urban decay, are what turned the neighborhood of Fair Park into what sociologists call a food desert.
1: A food desert uh, has been defined as a place in, in our city that doesn't have food, I think, within a mile, a mile and a half. And we are located in the inner city community of South Dallas Fair Park. It's a neighborhood where the average household income is less than $16,000 a year. and. Um, The only thing we had were um, convenience stores that sold food at an exorbitant uh, inflated prices. The gallon of milk can be as much as $5 um, or $6. Eggs, we've seen eggs in, in this neighborhood as much as $9 a dozen. It used to be Chris Simmons' neighbors, many of whom
0: do not own cars, had two choices for groceries. Buy something expensive and unhealthy at the gas station or take two or three city buses to find something cheaper and
1: better. And as a result, we see the impact of people having to uh, go to these convenience stores where they often at times eat food high in sodium and high in fat, where they don't get the nutritional value because um, when they get off work a lot of times, they're too tired to go to the grocery store or it's another bus ride, another half an hour to an hour on the bus and trying to get kids' homework done. It's quicker to, if I'm short, to run down to the corner market. Um, And so, yeah, so it's kind of out of our church's desire to minister to the felt need of the community. So certainly we could not bring in a Walmart, but what we could do was transform a space that the church had into a grocery store. So we just went up and did that. Two years ago,
0: Cornerstone Baptist Church decided to start a supermarket. Or, as Chris said, we just went up and did that. But just going up and doing that was not as easy as he makes it sound. Chris and his congregation had no surefire business plan, no industry experience, and no money.
1: Our congregation in this neighborhood is made up of 70% of people from the community. So we are a very, very low-income church. Um, the average donor in our church probably gives $5 a week. And uh, we don't have people with, uh, in our congregation with grocery store experience. Um, there is a professor of economics at one of the local universities who said that the model um, as designed in the business plan would not work in our neighborhood. And that was because... Um, We did not sell beer, alcohol, or lottery tickets. And so said the model probably would not work. But we do a number of things that a lot of churches would kind of raise their eyebrows out.
0: Which brings us to how to succeed in business lesson number three. It's not what you know that matters. It's who you know. Cornerstone Baptist Church purchased an old shopping center, and
1: then... Collaboration has been a major, major part of why we are able to do what we do.
0: They found a nonprofit that connected them to people who had experience
1: and money. I think churches do well when they have these um, visions of what they believe God has called them to but feel like they don't have the expertise of realizing the power of collaboration.
0: And that's how, in June of 2021, a team of volunteers from Cornerstone Baptist Church opened up the small, but now wildly successful, South Point Community Market.
1: Our grocery store um, is only about 800 square feet. So it's very, very small, and yet it does very well um, financially. Since it's opening, we've had about a 600% increase um, in sales and um, sell out very frequently of many other items that we stock.
0: South Point Community Market looks and sounds like every other grocery store in every other neighborhood in every other city around the world, except for three things. First, the interior design. It is intentionally
1: upscale. We really believe if we're gonna do something for the kingdom, we really ought to give God our best. Second, the supply
0: chain. It is very non traditional.
1: We have a group that goes out and looks for sales of where we can buy the most requested items at the cheapest price and then offer and pass those savings along to our customers.
0: And third, the people who work at the store. They are unapologetically evangelistic.
1: All of our employees understand. That it's more than about ringing up people's groceries. We want to develop relationships and get to know these people that we're serving. So in the market, there are tables set up near the front where individuals can come and just sit and talk. And members of the church are able to have community conversations with individuals at these tables. So the thing that the community store, for our perspective as a church, we want it to be more than a place where individuals come to get fresh fruits and vegetables, although that's important. We wanted those places to be places where people come to meet Jesus.
0: Today, Fair Park is not what it used to be. It has a grocery store all its own. And Chris Simmons is also not who he used to be. 34 years after he came and figured he'd stay just a little while, he's still here. It turns out, fruit can change a man's mind like nothing else can.
1: When I came, some of the older ladies in the church told my wife, we like him, but he won't be in the community long. He won't be here long. And uh, I, now, 34 years later, I asked them, you know, what made you stay That First of all, they say, we still don't know if you're going to make it. 34 years later, the jury is still out. But you know, being in the community, I think, has given us credibility. And so that, we tell people, that's the wind beneath our wings. The, life, the impact of the lives changed to really impact the community and ultimately have a kingdom impact.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories of Hope. If you'd like to learn more about South Point Community Market, you can visit them on Facebook. Search for South Point, that's one word, Community Market. If you liked what you heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find and enjoy these stories too. Join us in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.